I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. What does it mean to have a person? A couple episodes ago, episode three to be exact, we brought up this question of what it means to have a person and whether that person needs to be a romantic relationship or whether it can be a friend, a family member, but basically what does it mean to have a go-to, a support system, someone you can count on no matter what. And we realized as we were talking tonight that we didn't really cover all that we wanted to. We kind of jumped around and we wanted to jump back into this topic because it's such a big one and it relates to all types of relationships and the dynamics of those relationships. So I kind of wanted to start this off by throwing Abe into the ring of fire and asking him a question. Okay. What does it mean to you to have a person? To have a person. To me, a person is somebody that you feel that you can personally count on. Uh, somebody that you feel, despite the situation, you can talk to and they will most certainly judge you. Like, it's not somebody, it's not somebody that I would be like, oh, I want to go to you because you don't judge me. Like, no, I, I, I go to you because I know that you're going to speak out in towards what you feel is, is better for me, even if that's not what I like to hear. Like, you'll tell me the truth. And I feel like when you're very surface with somebody or even when you consider them a close friend, but they're, you're not at that level, they will maintain that sort of boundary with you in terms of telling you that they agree with you when you do something that's not necessarily in your best interest because they want to preserve the friendship and they don't want to seem like they're attacking you. But when you're on a different level with somebody that I would consider my person, that person kind of has the ability to speak out towards that and instead of sugarcoat or comfort me in in a negative decision they could tell me hey you probably shouldn't have done that or I don't think that's the best idea or this isn't good for you like that's what I expect for somebody who's my person and I've said this before and I played it again you know you are my person Marissa and and I, I say that because uh, last time we touched on that you know that that'll ring a lot of ears and people will be like well does does your person have to be your significant other and I'm like that's kind of my example of saying no because I feel that that all those things apply to you all those things apply to you in terms of like being trustworthy and and being able to call me out on my crap and tell me (laughs) you know when something isn't in my best interest and you can do that Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that because I don't expect that from everybody and I don't want that from everybody because you know you don't the world we live in is so anti-private you know you have these social media platforms that make everybody's life uh virtual entertainment center and i think that's deadly i think that's deadly especially for somebody who's trying to keep such a happy life without or or trying to keep a life that that seemingly to yourself without expressing too much so having Mm -hmm. this significant other that kind of puts you in a position to where you can speak to somebody and there is that even little bit sense of privacy that you still maintain within the world um i don't believe that that your significant other has to be your person because I feel personally that there may be a lot of things that you can't necessarily address with your significant other right away and sometimes you don't need like a give me a recipe to this but rather you just need like hey I just need like a second opinion on something Mm -hmm. and obviously your significant other is biased like your significant other stands on your side and 
they're by you and they're like, you know, maybe they don't want to tell you a certain, a certain answer because, um, they don't maybe want to get into a fight or maybe they don't want to address something a certain way. So they obviously have a very emotionally stricken bias and that's, that's not a bad thing. Well, maybe it is, but, (laughs) but I'm, I'm single, so I don't really know, (laughs) but I think that it's best to sometimes not even have your significant other be your person because that's, that frees them from having that emotional tie to that emotional bias and Mm -hmm. having to tilt you in a different direction than they normally would and not necessarily be wholeheartedly truthful with you so I feel like maybe possibly your significant other everything's an isolated case if your significant other is your person then I just think it varies on the couple like you just have to be very careful because I don't think that you'll get every honest answer every single time because it can ultimately go into an argument and with a Mm -hmm. friendship i mean a friendship is a friendship you can like take time apart and like like think about it and then be like hey let's let's touch base again but with a relationship i mean you guys kind of have to daily main you have that daily maintenance of that relationship right so it's not you're not and and obviously like spouses want to avoid that I mean, if you're somebody who's like willingly out in the open, like, hey, I'm trying to provoke you because I want to fight. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a different, different talk. Yeah, that's a different but, difference between but that, that. But that's why I don't think it's a good idea to have your significant other be your person. I mean, like I said, again, disclaimer, it's isolated cases for everybody. Yeah. But for me personally, I wouldn't count on my significant other to be my person. I wouldn't. I just couldn't because it, they have a bias right off the bat. Yeah, I think you bring up some good points. I'm interested in the bias. That's definitely not the way I've looked at it, you know. But what you said makes a lot of sense. If you are counting on your person to really tell you like it is or tell you what's up or, you know, something like that. We always hear about the relationship jokes where it's like, you know, how do I look in this outfit? And it's like, great, honey, you look great. But like your she friend's like going to – Yeah, but your friend's going to be the one that's like, hey, don't do that. Like would you tell me – like? kind of the test of a real friend is like would you tell me that i would you tell me if i had like something stuck in my teeth or would you not acknowledge it and let me walk around with it all day like what's a real friend like a real friend of course would say that so i don't know i'm, I'm interested you know as am i in yeah in that idea i think I, my perspective is that i think at some point your your person should be a significant other when the relationship gets to a very serious level or when it's you know moving from a relationship to like a committed marriage i think that's like the best yeah ideal but i you bring up some awesome points about how there's kind of a bias there and i'm wondering if that's like a good thing or a bad thing it's I'm a bad thing it's a very bad thing i just is, said that <laughs> but is there a value in i mean i don't know when I you think... say it like a bias it sounds like a sugar coat and i don't think that relationships are about sugar coating i think they're always you know, there's always a better way to approach something. So if, if I'm coming to my significant other who's my person and saying, hey, I need some like genuine feedback on something, I would want him to be truthful. But well, why I, would you need to disclaim that to begin with at all? I don't think I would, but like, I'm would just... You be, could you be honest with me for a second? I'm just like, that's kind of implied. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I think like when I have that opinion of my significant other being my person, that is implied that I'm... I want his genuine feedback and genuine honesty and I'm going to take it even if it's not what I want to hear. I don't, I would be mad if Mm -hmm. he told me what he thought Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear. And I think that like you said, like that gets established, excuse me, when your relationship is building. But 
I don't know. I'm just interested. I think like we always, you bring up a good, good point. I think we all have this predisposed thing to like, oh, we want to date someone or marry someone. Then that's our person. That's our go-to for every little thing. But that also isn't realistic just because you never want to close off the other people in your lives or in your life. You know, you don't want to just have that one person in not rely on anyone else I think it's important to have a person outside of your relationship that could maybe equally be your person or someone that you rely on because like you said I mean it's impossible to go to that one person for every single thing sometimes if you're having like an issue with your person aka significant other you're not going to take that to your your, right you're going to bring it someone another person that you trust yeah so that's a good point but you can't talk about every single thing with your significant other because there is like a predisposed bias. Like I say that because it's true. Um, even if you kind of say like when it gets to that point of that you're serious in your marriage, even in your marriage, you're like, you're, you will be predisposed. Like you go in there with like this prereq of knowing that this is, that you're going to make this person happy unless you two blatantly hate each other, in which case you'll be <laughs> like do, kind of making a power move when you disagree with her. But I'm saying in terms of, my reality, the way I see it is, um, at least for me personally, if my, you know, my objective would probably be, you know, to make them happy and making them happy includes like, you know, cause it's half, cause sometimes when you try to address something and it's not what they want to hear, it doesn't just remain within the realm of the question. It's brought into something else and you're like, well, why do you think that? And then like, you know, it goes on to spiral into something else. And I just mm-hmm. kind of feel like, when, if you can acknowledge that, then you can acknowledge why there are faults in this kind of theory. Yeah. There, there are holes in it. And that's why, because like, you know, if you ask a friend and they're like, you know, this is what I think of it, you're not going to be like, well, uh, that's, I don't like that. You know, you're not going to do that. You're going to be like, oh, cool, whatever, you're a bitch. <laughs> but, but isn't the measure of a good romantic relationship the ability to be one another's best friends, essentially? The, is that the measure of it? I, I personally think so. I think a relationship that you can be like friends that have fun together and can be honest with each other and are on the same field of like joking around or I don't know. I've written a couple things about this in the past. I definitely <laughs> think that it's an aspect, but I don't think it's a I don't think it's a, a, a building block. I think it's an aspect. I think it's something that comes with it. I don't think it's something that like is a <laughs> sorry, guys. She refuses to take a cough drop. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I don't think that it's something that it's necessarily built upon in a relationship. Like, obviously, like, um, if you were just to love your friends, you'd love all your friends and you can't be in a relationship with everybody. That's weird. But <laughs> I'm saying in terms of like, you're not just looking for somebody to be your friend. Right. You're looking for not. somebody. You're, lo- you're obviously with that person. You like the aspect of them still being your friend, but you got to understand that they're not, ju- they're not just going to look at your life from an objective point of view that a friend would. They are subjective. They have an emotion. They have a tie to you. But should they though? That's not for me to say like they they do. That's just something that is that they do. But the question of whether should they is a whole different topic, but they do. That's the, that's what I'm making a point of is they do. And it is, and that's how it is, is they go, they, they look at your life subjectively because they are a part of your life, Okay. but they can't look up your life. Like if you were to ask me something, I'm not emotionally tied to you to the point where I would be like, I'm going to take into consideration her feelings and stuff like that. Like I'm like <laughs> should take into consideration my feelings. They're important. No, cuz I'm, I'm I'm not doing that because I truly care about you and and because I truly care about you, I will acknowledge like she might not want to hear this, but she needs to. And if she doesn't talk to me for a day or two, that's fine. But I'm but I wouldn't do that if I was in a relationship with somebody because I'm like 
this can ultimately ta- take a tangent to sort to something else. Okay. And I don't want that. But let me play de- devil's advocate here. Okay, so you're saying because you're my friend, you're going to be brutally honest with me. Would you expect otherwise? I would expect honesty, but at but the same time... You want me to word it nicely. Yeah, and maybe that's just me being a sensitive person. But no. <laughs> But I, I, I feel like I've lost friendships in the past because of brutal honesty where people did not really take a sensitive approach and it's not like you know i don't expect people to like you know sugarcoat or Uh to like take little baby careful steps around me or if this relates to you around you you know you don't you don't expect people to tiptoe around your feelings but at the same time i think also like with true friendship and with you know romantic relationships whatever i think you always have to consider who that person is and the way you are like approaching things with them to me a true measure of friendship is understanding like where that person's coming from and yeah telling him like it is don't sugarcoat things but also take into consideration who they are because I've, I've legitimately lost friends just because of the way things unfolded or the way I felt I was being treated by someone who thought their brutal honesty was what I needed to hear but and realistically I've, just as and rude <laughs> yeah but I've lost friends on the other side of the pendulum as well because they just agreed with everything I said yeah. And they just followed you with, they like, you would just put down kind of a trail and they would just, they, they would go along with it. Like, yeah. so even if something was completely negative for me, they would just be like, I mean, there's a, there's a time for everything, you know? Like, yeah. no, like I don't need that. I don't need somebody to agree with me. But at the time, had they challenged me on it, of course I would have like fought them on it. Yeah. But if they challenged me on it, I would have hated them in the moment. But honestly, <laughs> it could have avoided me something terrible. And yeah. I would have thanked them for that. Maybe it's not in the so moment. It's just so hard to see in the moment, yeah. And, then you... and that's kind of what I, the way I look at it was I'm not just looking at this like, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to take into consideration her feelings. Because sometimes the, the situation is so emotionally charged for one person that you can't take, that, you, that no matter what you say, that if it, if it doesn't side with one aspect of a decision, mm-hmm. this person's going to take it wrong. So there's really like, there is no tiptoeing. You just have to be honest and be like, this is how it is. But I'm saying this because I care. And I'm not saying yeah. this because I'm just trying to give you a hard time. If I was, I wouldn't even be giving you advice on this because mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that my time was like, I didn't think that, that, that you were worthy of my opinion, honestly. Like that's at least the way I see it is for me, I'm, I take into consideration all aspects when it comes to a situation and I'm like, if I'm sitting here listening to you, first of all, I'm listening to you and I'm listening to your life and I'm listening to what's going on. And if this is what's going to happen and you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you think? And I'm just like, like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, you know, sometimes you just got to Like, no, I'm going to be like, you know, if this is a very real situation in your life and if I have opinion and an opinion on it that I feel might benefit you because you're obviously like, emotionally fogged in this situation to where you're feeling so much in one situation you can't you can't possibly make a decision on your own i'd be like i'm in on i'm in an objective chair yeah so i'm gonna look at this and because i care about you that's the only tie i have to it i'm not tied to this situation particularly so i can tell you what i would think to do yeah but i'm not doing it out of spite i'm doing it out of being honest and i'm doing it out of being out of caring for you i'm not doing it because i'm like well, because I have life figured out, I think this is what you should do. No, the only reason I have the ability to make an opinion is because I don't have an an, an emotional tie to that situation. Yeah. But you do, and that is why I have to tell you the truth. And for those people that led me on, they just went along with my 
emotional phase at the time. Mm-hmm. They should have sat in the other side yeah, and been like, no. no. Value in that. Yeah, there isn't. So, yeah, it might suck to hear. And just like you've lost friends because they've been harsh, I've lost friends because they've been soft. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I, what I wouldn't have given for somebody to sat down there and be like, you're not going to like this, but it's the truth. And you're going to be angry at me, whether it be a day, a week, a month, but it's the truth. And I promise you, you're going to avoid something you don't want to face. Yeah. I would have benefited from that so much. I really would have. Mm-hmm. Because some of those, like I know there are a lot of things we go through in life that are life learning lessons. Those were not one of them. Those yeah. were just stupid little speed bumps you go through in life. But man, did it take me forever to go through that speed bump. Yeah. And yeah, some things, some mistakes we do make in life, they come back and we learn from them. This was not one of them. These were not one of them. And had I had the friends that had the emotional gut and the spine to say something, then I would have avoided them completely. Yeah. And I would have w- w- used that time to somehow develop myself even better. But since they didn't do that, I promised to do that for my friends, the ones I care about, because I'm like, you know what? They might not like it, what I have to say at the moment, but you have to say it. Somebody does because they're not going to say it to themselves. Yeah. And while you're talking about that, it makes me think about the whole meaning behind this entire podcast series is that it's all about vulnerability and how vulnerable is it to be the friend on that side that has the courage to say something. I mean, I just want to take a second to acknowledge that and if there's someone in your life that's said something to you that maybe wasn't what you wanted to hear or maybe challenged you in a way that you never you know thought of or really shifted your perspective and maybe at the time it was frustrating or maybe it wasn't what you wanted to hear or, I don't know I think you just want to acknowledge that that's vulnerable that's being brave that's putting yourself out there as that friend to support this other person and I don't know I think that's really what like relationships boil down to is just this vulnerability and the ability to reach out to each other and to be transparent and to say things that might be scary or might be potentially hurtful or might be big bigger than you know what's sitting right in front of you it's it's going to change the way your relationship is but that's how we grow as people that's how we develop our relationships and I I don't know. It makes me think about, you know, I've always had the perspective of a person being like ideally, eventually being a significant other. And so I just, I keep on, I want to keep challenging that idea that, you know, hopefully eventually if you do have a person that you you can have maybe one of can be one of the people in your life can be a significant other because to have that transparency, that vulnerability, that almost fearlessness in a sense to just say things to each other and to be honest and to really confront things i just feel like that's got to be so powerful in your relationship it would be amazingly powerful in the relationship but but sadly not a lot of people see it that way a lot of people look at the fear of the the potential fallout of the situation as opposed to looking at it from like how this person could take it and it might help them yeah and i think that that goes into considering how they're i think you have to consider how the other people are going to take it to some extent I think you have to be upfront and honest like you're saying and maybe I don't know maybe this is where we just have like slightly different ways of seeing it and I I appreciate that (laughs) because I feel like you're saying no you just got to say it like it is and my emotional side is like no you have to like say it how it is in a nice way and so maybe like what benefit will that give them well I mean like besides when I say in a nice way I don't mean like you don't really say it but it's like (laughs) 
So, I've had this conversation with my boyfriend where I'm like, hey, mm. do you like this food I made? And he's like, yeah, I like it. And I'm like, but, do, like you, but <laughs> do you like actually like it? And he's like, well, if I didn't like it, I would tell you. And I'm like, but yeah. how would you tell me? You'd probably and, drop like, it on the floor like a Viking. <laughs> no, and I mean, he's like, well, I'd probably spit it out. Like he was joking. He's like, I'd spit it out. And I'm like, well, maybe you could not do that. You could just tell me like, hey, I don't in really like nice this. Voice. But it, it's tell like, me in a nice voice. To me, so I feel like consider that was, my feelings. I feel like that was important, like, un like unknowingly important conversation because it was it's so true like if he didn't like it and he like literally spit it out i would probably cry and never want to cook from ever again so it was like as long as you know my emotional side oh my god i don't like if you i would never want him to be like oh yeah it was great and then like absolutely hate it but also like don't spit it out like maybe take a bite and be like you've made better things babe you know like but then like i don't know this is no denny's <laughs> so it's just like the importance of the approach but also like not shying away from that vulnerability because you know in a relationship of any kind you know platonic romantic whatever if you're not going to say the truth you're going to walk around it you're going to you know take laps grow in circles it's not going to get any better you're still going to have the same crappy food that you hate serve to you and pretend that you like it you're still gonna have the same like arguments you're still gonna be in the same place so there's there has to be a way your person has to be someone that you can be honest with in whatever terms that means whether it's brutally honest or nicely honest well do you remember the <laughs> the girl i was telling you about that i was like interested in and mm -hmm. i mean i talked about her a couple of times on the podcast that that it was kind of like I was just being honest with her the whole time mm -hmm. and I was explaining to her just like I wasn't beating around the bush I was just kind of like hey this is what I want out of it this is how I see it and mm -hmm. I like you and where do you see this going and I addressed some truths that people don't address for a really long time and I was just like if we're both on really different sides like I said before I don't know if I talked about this but we were got, we were having lunch because despite anything, we're still good friends. Like, we mm -hmm. were out to lunch, and he, her and I were talking about this, and, you know, sh she was, like, we were talking about why it didn't work between us, and that was fine. Like, we were just mm -hmm. kind of acknowledging what it was, and we were just, like, we both kind of were looking for different people, and we just thought that we found that for a second, but not quite. Mm -hmm. And I was just telling her, and, and you know, she was, she was, like, I just wanted to be sure that it was you that I wanted to be in a relationship with or if I just wanted a relationship at all like mm -hmm. if, it, if I just wanted a relationship but I, because you were the most convenient thing that I would be with you and I just like was speaking to that and I was like you know like so you want a relationship right and she was like yeah I do I was like but you don't want one with me and I said this to her and mm -hmm. she was like well when you put it like that it's really harsh I was like no I'm not hurt by it I just need you to acknowledge that because what other little dance are you gonna do around it just tell me the truth because yeah. then we can both acknowledge that like a, like young adults like for me i can take that my ego is not going to be hit and i'm like oh my gosh what am i doing wrong and i feel like when people do take it that way that's a really bad thing yeah. it's not a reflection on you it's somebody not a reflection on you. but so many people are afraid of that and I'm, i understand why you'd be afraid of rejection it's terrifying it is it's, it's mind crippling mm -hmm. but when you understand and you make the and you know how to disconnect their decisions from your ego then you're gonna right. be fine and you make the distinction between because their perspective and your value yeah yeah exactly and and i was just telling her i was like so you want a relationship but you just don't want me and 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 she was like when you put it that way it's harsh and i'm like no i 
maybe to you it's harsh. I'm speaking for you, but I'm saying like maybe to you it's harsh, but I'm I know how to take it. And I know that it's the truth. Like there are like eight billion people in the world. Obviously, not every single one of them is gonna be the person you fall in love with forever. That's not how it works. Yeah. And otherwise, if any, that would just be a and if anybody, hot mess. If anybody thinks otherwise, then they're lying to themselves. Yeah. Like if like relationships end one of two ways. You either get married or you break up. And I don't think that you're going to be with every single person you meet forever. You're going to break up eventually. And I, I, I could acknowledge that I was like, you know what? I don't want to, I wouldn't want to put us ourselves in a situation to where we would be wasting time. Mm. Like if we both know that this isn't going to go anywhere, why are we bothering? Like, I don't like when people are kind of like, you know what? Like, when we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I was like, you'll never cross that bridge because when you mm -hmm. do, that's going to be the fact that you didn't plan for crossing for the bridge means you're going to stuck. You're going to be stuck there. Yeah. And that's your fault because you guys are like trying to live a life spontaneously enough to the point where you feel like you have no attachment to the future, like it'll never come. It will. And when it does, it's going to hit you like a train because you didn't, you decided that this conversation was too difficult to have and you didn't want to hurt the other person's feelings. But I think that cutting somebody off early or telling them the truth about how you feel, whether it's not reciprocated or whether it is or what you guys want for the future, I feel like that's so much more beneficial and can avoid both of you a potential heartbreak mm -hmm. if you're just willing to have the guts to be a little vulnerable. It doesn't take the yeah. world. You don't have to move a mountain. Just suck it up for a second and be like, you know what? This is what I want. Because it might suck that you have to give up something that you feel is a sure thing, but how much of a real sure thing if or is it going to be if you're never really sure about that? Yeah, that's true. So stop. I don't feel like, I feel like when it comes to your person, when it comes to vulnerability, when it comes to wanting to just love the people, the person you're with, mm -hmm. I think that it's beneficial that you sit and you have this conversation with yourself and have this conversation with them and realize that that, that is life. Life does not revolve around you. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. And it, and it never will. Like, you're not the only person here struggling with whatever you're struggling with. And you're not, but, it, but it's, it's difficult. And I can understand that. This is why I put so much emphasis on having a person. Because I feel like when I, when I say life is difficult, when you decide to have somebody as your significant other, that person becomes a part of your life. Mm -hmm. That is part of what makes things difficult sometimes, is that person. They join in the chaos. They join in the <laughs> chaos. And sometimes they're the source of the chaos. Sometimes. Let's hope not. <laughs> but, you can't, but you can't run to the chaos uh, for a solution on the chaos. You can't do that. That's not how that works. You're not going to fight fire with fire. You're just going to have a bigger one. And that's just the way I see it. And I know you might have a differing view. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that because I feel like you're the left side of the brain. I'm the right side of the brain. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I agree with that. Sometimes but, you have to like throw yourself into the fire to figure out how to get out of the fire. You please don't ever become a firefighter. <laughs> Just figure it out. All right, guys, we're going to jump in there. We're going to jump in there. I'm going to put it out like that. No. Well, but there's value of jumping into the mess to try to figure out the mess. But continue. There is such thing as, like, there's a difference between being spontaneous and being stupid. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people chop it. Like, to be completely honest, obviously, because that's what I'm good at. To be completely honest, I think sometimes people like jump in and they label it as ignorance when it was just stupidity. Yeah. And I think you need to acknowledge that. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's just, if you can acknowledge that you were stupid in the situation, then you can avoid it next time. You can be like, man, I should have been smarter, but without sitting there and regretting it the whole time, I feel like some people jump in and, and, and make this stupid decision that they're going to make. And they're like, 
well, I didn't know when you very clearly knew what was going to happen. Like, this is what I'm saying in terms of relationships like this. You need to be aware that there is a potential for fallout. Like I said, you're not going to fall in love with those 8 billion people in the world. One, like the relationships you have will end one of two ways and that's okay. But don't chop up, don't chop up ignorance to stupidity. Like don't. Like, just do yourself the favor because it's it's difficult to do and it's difficult to acknowledge when you're in the situation. It really is. And this is why I feel you need a third party that is unbiased. Somebody that, that is willing to be truthful with you because they can potentially av- like help you steer away from that. Yeah. And it, you might not want to steer away from it because it looks pretty and you want to steer towards it. <laughs> and it looks like a bridge, but it, it's just like that cartoon where it's like a painted on bridge on a brick wall and just drive straight into it. But you're like, no, but it looked like a bridge. I swear. I I swear it was a bridge. I'm like, no, you didn't. You knew it was a wall. (laughs) You knew some portion in your mind. You knew that was a wall, but you decided that your hap that your, what your potential happiness could have been was worth more of a risk than your potential, like, like than being patient. And we are, we are very impatient people in the, in the world we live in now. Everything is so on your finger. Mm-hmm. Like your phone is on your finger. You can get a hold of somebody like on the other side of the world in a second. Like you can get a hold of somebody in a different country. You can go from like, you can go from San Diego to New York in a couple of hours. And that used to take years. Yeah. But we got so, we got so fed up with the idea that we want everything so quickly. And right now that even the very thought of being patient scares us because we're like what if our time runs out what if like what yeah, if we no? don't want to wait on anything no it feels like we're missing out how are you supposed to build anything like without taking the time to properly make sure you have the basis right without wanting to be like you know what maybe is this worth building is yeah. this something that's yeah. going to help me is this something that's going to benefit me relationships are supposed to make you feel good about yourself like when did we lose that idea like it's when, supposed to make us happy as opposed it's to... It's supposed to build you up. Adding so much conflict and tension to life. And there's such thing as people challenging you and helping you grow. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. But there's a difference between challenging you and helping and, you grow and, and just blatantly stressing you out and ha- being right. a babysitter. Yeah. Like, like I know it's hard to do, but, but try to think about this for a second. And try to close your eyes and imagine that you are worth more than you think you are. Just think about that for a second. What if, you know, what if you're worthy of so much more than you give yourself credit for? What if in a crazy parallel universe, you're actually happy and you take risks because the risk is being patient? What if, you know, think about that for a second. Think about the fact that you ended up finding something that really made you happy that you could sit with because you decided to wait. Sometimes being patient is the hardest part of being human. It's not the potential heartbreak because we will experience that many times. It's the, it's the inevitable waiting period. Mm-hmm. That's the most difficult part is waiting and waiting and waiting while you feel like everything else around you still moves and you're the only one standing still. You feel like life goes on without you. Mm-hmm. Or you're the only one that's not in a relationship or the only one who hasn't found I their person. Like that. Or... I felt like that for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. I really did. But the world doesn't stop moving when you do. It doesn't. It continues to move. And you're not even standing still either. You're you not. might feel like it you're stuck, like but it. you're still moving. You're still getting Breathing. up every day. You're still going through the motions. Even you're if you alive. don't feel like you're making progress. You are alive and you're here. And think about that for a second. Think about 
what if you're worthy what if you have something much much greater waiting for you than than right now mm-hmm. what if but only if you waited like think about that think about the fact that when your time is up when life is over when you come to like you're not going to regret being patient for some things you're going to regret like the little the things you you didn't you're going to regret the things you didn't do properly you're going to regret the things that you feel were a waste of time i don't remember a time when i was being when i've been patient in my life and that's ended badly yeah that's so true just as spontaneous as you can be i think you should also have a healthy level of patience and not like passive patience written about this multiple times but like patience and as you're moving you're moving but you're being patient and you're waiting on things to fall into place you're waiting on god to tell you the direction mm-hmm. where to go you're not just standing there doing nothing yeah but you're being patient as opposed to trying to make everything happen according to your plan and rush it and try to jump into relationships with people and grab every single thing to the point that you're like stressing yourself out completely yeah that's exactly what i mean like don't chop up ignorance to stupidity yeah like don't do it because that because you're the only one that knows like even if you could if you if you could fool everybody else you'll still know yeah and that that's when i've had positions in that in my life when i've known that i've made a stupid decision and i would call i was calling it ignorance i knew and in the back of my hand in the back of my mind that that like that is what ate at me every day was knowing that other people think maybe i just made a stupid mistake i can play stupid but i was like no i knew exactly what i got into and i just shouldn't have that and having friends that are going to tell you straight to your face hey don't be stupid stupid that's why you need (laughs) objective friends (laughs) friends not significant others and good significant others you work on one at a time people you get, work you work on it you work towards one, it <laughs> one at a time okay like that's the world is crazy but keep it keep you it to a maximum I, of one at a time you know okay <laughs> you significant others what are you teaching these people other other no s i know but there's multiple people listening anyways you guys better not be <laughs> with multiple people at once it's no they get it i hope so please. anyways more i want to jump back into patience for next topic Patience. So, we will, we will talk about that next time. Paciencia. All right, cool. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. All right, have a good night or wherever you're at or good morning or good coffee or good cereal or good waiting on your paycheck. <laughs> I don't know. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.